Bom dia, irmãos e irmãs. I know it's a strange, strange language. Um, I'm originally from Brazil, so my mother tongue is Portuguese, and so I hope you can keep up with my Portunhol this morning. It's quite unique. I want to say thanks to all of you who made this uh, encounter possible. Um, I'm very grateful to be here today. The Brazilian church exists today thanks to missionaries from Virginia Theological Seminary. <clears throat> so I feel very honored to be here with you this morning. So I was thinking for the meditation to bring two elements, at least one from Brazil, and the other one is a commemoration uh, from the church. So the first element I would like to share with you is that our church today remember Dietrich Bonhoeffer, which was one of those prophets of our times that influenced my ministry and our church back in Brazil. Some of you may know a little bit of him. <clears throat> Some of you may know a lot about him, but I just want to share what I have feel inspired through my ministry through the lenses of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He was a German theologian. He was also a Luther pastor. He was clearly opposed the rise of fascism in Germany from, from the very beginning. And when I say from the very beginning, it was from before his time as ordained person. So when he was in theological seminary, he was already very clear about what's happening here and what is my place as Christian in this social and historical moment. <clears throat> so it's known that several semin seminarians on those days were supporting and following Hitler, and he was discussed by the idea. What we know is that Bonhoeffer was arrested by the Nazis in 1943, and he was executed for treason after documents linked him with a failed cons conspiracy to assassinate Adolf Hitler. He was executed by hanging at dawn on this same day, April 9th, in 1945. 75 years ago, 70-something years ago. And that was just two weeks before soldiers from the United States arrived on that camp. Just two weeks. And they liberated the camp. Bonhoeffer was stripped of his clothing and was led naked into the execution yard where he was hanged. On the following weeks, members of his family were also murdered by association with him. Why Dietrich Bonhoeffer's stories matters for us today or this morning? Often during Lent, for me personally, the, the text of Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. I can see that through his life. 
I remember um, reading a book called The Cost of Discipleship. If you haven't read yet, please take, take your time and, and find the book and have a good reading. The Cost of Discipleship. His message was to reaffirm that following Jesus can be done with free heart, but the cost isn't cheap. We may pay a high price to be a follower of Christ. And that leads me to the second element I bring today. The second element is from the Brazilian church. And in Brazil, there are a few songs that we sing quite often. I'm sure here in the United States, there are some songs that everybody, if you open it, says, let's sing a hymn, and everybody says, let's sing this one. So in Brazil, there is a song called Vaso Novo, which I think in Spanish is called Vaso Nuevo. <clears throat> if you ask somebody in the church, let's sing a song, they're going to go through that one, which is based on the prophecy of Jeremiah, where there is this parable of the potter and the clay. The story is not new. The story actually appears in, in the Old Testament twice, appears again on Isaiah, who says, does the clay say to the potter, what are you making? No. So we, we sing often without thinking what the words means to us. What are we asking God? So the song and the story tells that we ask God to be broken again and redesigned again. The purpose and the plan of the clay is in the potter's mind. And when we submit ourselves completely to God's will, the maker will mold us to, to be the best vessel as it pleases. But are we really prepared to say yes to whatever God is planning to us? To be broken and redesigned to showing the world God's glory? And that was the cost Dietrich Bonhoeffer paid to be a true disciple of Christ. To follow Jesus have implications of putting aside all our priorities. It's to embrace the image of the maker and the clay being shaped and reshaped. In Jeremiah's story, God doesn't throw away the broken vessel. That's not what God does. God restores and reshapes into another vessel. <clears throat> we often want to avoid the brokenness, but we forgot that life surprises with situations that aren't the ones we want. And since the images I'm bringing today, it's about ceramic and vessels, I would like also to bring some other ideas about clay. There are some types of clay that please or not God, that may make the maker very disappointed or very happy. So a potter cannot use a clay that's very dry. A potter cannot use a clay that's very dry because when fresh clay exposed to air, the clay gets too hard to work and loses it, the capacity of being flexible lose it poetry. We don't want to be that clay. 
In the same way, you can talk about the clay that's not moist enough. We can also say that clay that carries bubbles of air is not a good one because we will break apart when it faces the woven or the heat or the fire. The bubbles in this case, metaphorically speaking, are the hidden desire of living a religion that pleases me and satisfies me in a very individual and egocentric level. And for that kind of clay, Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes, Cheap grace is the grace we bestow on ourselves. Cheap grace is the preaching of forgiveness without requiring repentance. It's like baptism without church discipline or communion without confession. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship, grace without the cross, grace without Jesus, living and incarnate. So may we bring for this day the, the, the prophetic voice of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. May he be an inspiration for all of us. I'm going to end this meditation with a prayer, which is the collect for Dietrich Bonhoeffer, that says, Gracious God, the beyond in the midst of our life, you gave grace to your servant, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, to know and to teach the truth as it is in Jesus Christ, and to bear the cost of following him. Grant that we, strengthened by his teaching and example, may receive your word and embrace its call with an undivided heart, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.